Yeah, like a bit like Harvey Weinstein, but with blokes. Yeah. But with better songs. Just tell me where you want to go, I'll take you there, cause it's all the same to me. Just to be by your side makes the miles go by, so come on and fly with me. Oh, let's pack our bags, baby, we'll split. Don't make a map, honey, let's make a trip. I really don't care what we do, just as long as I know I'll be there with you. We can go out, come back in, drop the coast, maybe go for a swim. Should be getting clear that I need the status fit. If you're pointing north and down and sense it. So just tell me where you want to go I'll take you there Cause it's all the same love me Just to be by your side Make some miles goodbye So come on and die with me Oh, we could go for a walk Call a stroll Have a talk Call a chat I really wouldn't care Nothing at all Just as long as I'm where you're at So just tell me oh, When you close your eyes And I'll tell you What we're passing by Just tell me If you've seen it before Then I'll put this pile In another gear I wanna know. I gotta know. How can I know? I wanna know, wanna know. Let's go now. Tell me where you wanna go. I'll take it there, cause it's all the same to me. Just be right side, make some miles go by. So come on and fly with me. Oh, we can go to the Grange, go to a movie, got a main. It's a fluid. Maybe we could go to some off the land that you can. We can battle the time you stand. We could go to the place far, far away. Welcome, one and all, to what I believe is the fourth instalment of this thing that we've named Give them the Fatarama, but this one, it ain't got any of the uh, labels in the title of the offshoot series. This is a Lookout Records special, uh, specifically talking about the 97 compilation, You're Only As Good As The Last Great Thing You Did. Obviously, just like normal, nihilism's here. Hello. And then all the way from the other side of the fucking globe, we've got two people. We've got your friend and mine, Sweary John Bates. Is this what it's come to? Fucking sweary, John. Is that me fucking name, though? <laughs> Take my fucking piss. I'm not going to swear now until the end of the show. Fuck it's it. like Weird Al Yankovic. You have your name before your name. <laughs> and then uh, we've got Mr. Brian Starkey. I'm Brian. How, how are I, you doing? I'm, uh, I'm in Japan, too. You are? You're yeah. in Mr. Miyagi. Oh, country, I'm, aren't you? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm in Miyagi. There you go. He actually is in me. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> right, so what we usually do is play the first one all the way through, which we've done. Uh, the compilation, as I've said, is Lookout Records. The band that you would have heard first is the High Fives doing I'll Take You There, and that's from uh, And A Whole Lot Of You, which was Lookout 135. We'll talk about that in a minute, but we've got John and Brian here because uh, John is something of a lookout export, expert. And Brian, you, you're an American what was there in the 90s. 
yeah, yeah. I, John John's a bigger expert than I am, but I was I was right there. I bet you see more more bands than me, probably. Yeah, probably. So when when this compilation got chosen from the options, what what was everyone's first reaction? Is it one well, of the best? Yeah, this one and, and Heidi says right. Yeah, those are kind of the, the main ones for me, anyways. Um, and the lookout freakout was probably more popular, but didn't wasn't quite as good for me. Anyways. No, that came scarily close to winning, actually. Lookout freakout. That's a pretty good one. <laughs> well, to be honest, for me, it's Heidi says that's the one that got me into lookout, man. But um, I'm kind of glad it's this one because there's a couple of songs that are a bit iffy on it, you know. So it's. Uh, it's easier to slag some of it, you know what I mean? But if that was how he says, I'm just going to be positive about everything because it's a classic. Like, Maybe we'll do that one next time. So the format, we'll go through. If if we don't, if one of us hasn't chosen it, we've all chosen two to play all the way through, you'll just hear a 30-second blast of it. Uh, so as I've said, the first one was the high fives. Does anybody have any views about that song? Because I know Brian was going to pick it, weren't you? Yeah, like it's a good opener. Like it starts with the kind of acoustic thing, and then it just kind of picks it up. And uh, yeah, it's just a good opener, I think. Isn't it the guy from Sweet Baby? Isn't he in him? It's John John Dennery. Yeah, yeah. he. I think he. Well, he. That was Dallas. Was that Dallas? There's Dallas and John, isn't there? By the yeah. way, I'm not a fucking lookout expert. I'm just a fucking fan, man. <laughs> you are now. Out of us four, you are. <laughs> well, it's a, so no, no, no particular views. Niall, what did you and did you? No, I let me. I haven't fucking finished, man. Oh god, I man. think it's. I think it's. I think it's fucking great, man. It's a, uh, but I think high fives are a bit like they're a little bit cheesy, yeah. Like, like garage bands, like garage fans are not going to really listen to that. Like real garage fans, they're not really, you know, like it's a bit, a bit cheesy, yeah. But. Uh, but I mean, I think it's great. I think I think the album's good. Yeah. I've not heard the album, so as long as same kind of shit. Andy oh. Ernst produced it. Ah, right. Okay. He did, uh, did Green Day and shit, didn't he? So he did. He did indeed. Yeah. Niall, was that a good titillator for you to open your ear holes? Well, I'm just happy to be here, Tom. To be honest, I'm um, I'm the lookout noob amongst a lot of you. So it was all right. I enjoyed it. Like Brian said, good opener. Yeah. So just on that then, being a lookout noob, why are some people here, why were people into it more or sooner than than others? Because I, I don't know if it's an age thing, and there's not a lot between us all, I don't think. But for me, lookout was a bit old hat. When I got into punk, it was all um, yeah, epitaphs and your facts. And I'm not saying that's right or wrong, but this was the only one that is the only compilation that I sort of had in regular contact. You never saw any Lookout stuff. I think the thing with Lookout was it it, uh, had a variety of styles in it. Like Fat and Epitaph just had that same sound for most of the the bands. Yeah. Yeah. And, you know, I was going to say that it's so diverse. Uh, the whole comp, but I guess that's what we'll hear now because we're going to listen. Yeah, go on, John. The whole catalog is quite diverse, isn't it? So, yeah. like from the very beginning, you know. So, 
I always, because all my friends were into that fat stuff, you know, and I liked it as well, you know, but I was always more into lookout and none of my friends were, you know, like obviously in England, right? So I just don't think it was that popular in England, you know? No, no, it's, uh, yeah, it was sort of like the underground of the underground. And we're talking about diversity. I think it's time for track two, which is the criminal, which is criminals doing Never Been Caught from the album Never Been Caught. Peekaboo Yard! That was the criminals doing never been caught. I like the criminals. This is one of the best ones on there for me. I do like the criminals. I had Jesse on my show, right? So yeah. it was fucking embarrassing, man. I was so fucking drunk. I was drinking those cans of whiskey. And uh <laughs> And I was, oh, God, it's the most embarrassing one. I went to the toilet like five times and I left him. You know, he was just about to tell a good story and I'd be like, just hold that thought while I get a piss. And I was like, I remember. That. I just felt fucking, I felt shan as fuck, man. And, uh, but what he did tell me about this song is he said, he said, oh, that was written by the Zodiac. And because uh, I was fucking pissed, I thought, ah, oh, he means like the Zodiacs, you know, like the rip-off records, can't, uh, is it Greg? a band that he did in like San Francisco. And then I asked him the next day, I said, actually, you did, you meant the fucking killer, right? And he's like, yeah, he's all pieced together from like the fucking letters that the Zodiac killer wrote into the newspaper. Fucking hell. You know, it starts off peekaboo, you're doomed, right? And it's all like yeah. the shit he wrote to the fucking police, like, or the reporters. I think he sent it to the news, news reporters. I yeah. did not know that. <laughs> Old yeah. Ted Cruz being busy there, allegedly. Niall, did you enjoy The Criminals? I did. I thought it was uh, a lot better than the, the first track. Um, it's, it's It was a little bit more driving. That's what my notes say anyway. It was. <laughs> and I'll get Brian's view in a minute, but that show that John did uh, with Jesse on it, as, as much as there was loads of piss breaks, uh, I found out that Jesse from from the criminals and blats now lives up the fucking road from me which yeah, i didn't know and he's um, got a new band the scene killers which is really good yeah, yeah i'm going to we're going to see him with diaz in nottingham cool. in the autumn so yeah we'll have to get we'll have to get him on the pod he can jump on the fucking spond and flyer and <laughs> come around for a cup of tea <laughs> brian, brian criminals did you ever see them yeah i the, I believe they opened for Groovy Ghoulies once when I, the time I saw them. That's the first time I had heard the band. Should so be bought, the other way around, man. Fuck no. Bought the record. Yeah. Really good live. Like, a lot of energy. The, the only sort of output apart, apart from this that I've ever heard is the one on the short music one. Is it like all sort of... Because it's sort of skinheady street punky but not isn't it it's uh, i don't really is it all the same sort of style or are they quite 
the early, the very early stuff was different. One at the seven inches because uh, Matt uh, Ronson used to be in the band, right? And he was playing guitar for them, and uh, it was very, was it had a bit more like rock, rock and roll kind of riffs and that, and it didn't, and they actually had a girl singer at one point as well, so it was quite different. But yeah, they're more like hardcore. I, I wouldn't say it was like fucking boy or anything. So it's, nah. it's pretty much hardcore, like. We'll be back after a quick break. Did you know that you can change what you taste by what you hear? How can you use sound to make a deeper connection with your clients? Can we be healed with sound? Sound influences people in their buying decisions and their daily lives. In the podcast Audio Branding, I explore all of this, both with my own observations as a voice actor of over 15 years and by interviewing knowledgeable professionals in the field of advertising, marketing, music, and science. To have a listen for yourself, visit audiobrandingpodcast.com. Time for track three, Diverse Again. No one's ever picked it. It's Mr. T Experience doing She's Coming Over from Revenge is Sweet and so are you. MTX there. Niall, you, I know you're new to the world of MTX relatively, aren't you? I am, yeah. That song, everyone everyone jizzes over Love Is Dead, right? The Mr. T Experience album. I prefer fucking Revenge Is Sweet, to be honest. Yeah, really? I don't agree with that. No? Yeah. <laughs> I'm fucking so. sick to death of that album, man. Like when I came out, I listened to it a lot. <laughs> fucking hell, man. You know, when you listen to something too much, no, I love his dead. It's much better, man. I find it to be a little too clean sounding. Wh- which? Stuff. Uh, Revenge. Yeah, it's definitely got a pop feel about the production, mm. hasn't it? I think it was definitely geared up for uh, radio play and don't it's polished I think that song's shite man I think they've got much better songs than that you know as a fan you know what I mean like that's a weak track to put on the compilation like because especially since uh, the 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 single was uh, I Will Be With You or something like that right yeah yeah no that's the video I can't they've got a video for this as well I think oh do they yeah I think I can't remember. Yeah, they, they might have. Yeah. Yeah. I was going to ask some of them. Oh yeah, after the Green Day obviously exploded, I think it was low key MTX were people expecting them to be the next ones to blow up, and it never quite happened, did it? Mm. And, be, yeah. and they've been gone longer than Green Day, haven't they? Because yeah, yeah, they're an old, old rough trade band, aren't they? So. I think MTX should have been at the level that Screech and Weasel were and are. Because I'm in quite a few like lookout style groups on Facebook, and every other post is MTX. 
I think they're, fans they're the only band that's hardcore yeah. fans. Look, no, it's, it's the only band that's okay to like now. You know, like Weasel and Queer are cancelled, right? <laughs> so. <laughs> Yeah, I, I, I like that song. It's a bit repetitive, but as, as a as a chunk on here, I don't mind it for track three. Right, we're going number four, track four now, and this is Brian's first full playthrough choice. So afterwards, he's going to explain why he's chosen this amongst all of these songs as one of his two faves. Uh, so we'll listen to, it's one of those accent things again, I'd say Antichrist. Uh, but that doesn't make the joke work. And the song's called Not You, and it's from Life Could Be a Dream. Right, Brian, tell us why yeah. you chose that. Well, it's a good song. Like, I listened to the whole album when it came out. I had a friend who was a huge X fan, and so he bought the album when it came out. And uh, yeah, he, he played the album a lot, but this was the, the standout track on the, on the whole album. So it was nice to have it on this, and then I didn't need to buy the album. <laughs> Thrifty and quality. That's good, uh, and it's it's a like I don't know how she sings that thing like live because it it's a just a slew of words all strung together and I, no no chance to catch your breath. Yeah, it's pretty pretty intense. John, are you are you a 
Antichrist fan. Yeah, I love him. I bought the album. Uh, what can it, what's the album called? Life Could Be a Dream. I bought that. Yeah, yeah. Uh, I, I, I pretty much bought every album on this fucking compilation, actually, back back in '97. Like, but um, yeah, it's um, it's Matt Freeman again on bass, right? Didn't know um, that. Yeah, Exane from and X. Uh, so it's the uh, drummer's uh, in in X too. Right. So in one of the lookout books, I think it might have been Larry's. He says something about him not thinking that they should have been signed to lookout, and uh, he thought Molly. You know, Molly was married to Chris at the time, and she was working at lookout too. And he thinks like maybe she signed. Uh, maybe she was in like because uh, you know Exine's like a fucking legend, right? So like she thought she'd better sign them, but. Larry wasn't really keen on it, maybe. But I guess this was after Larry fucked off her with the uh, with the money in the Hoover, or whatever he did when he walked <laughs> out with all the cash or whatever he did. <laughs> Allegedly, I'm just, I'm just <laughs> <laughs> making shit up now. Like, as long as you say allegedly afterwards, you can say whatever you want. Yeah. What a word! But yeah, it is a weird lookout. Like, just because Matt Freeman's in it, it's kind of lookout. It, it it's okay to be on lookout yeah. type of thing. Yeah. I didn't know. I didn't even know that. I'm thick as fuck when it comes to lookout stuff. Niall, did you enjoy anti Antichrist? I did. Spunky as fuck. I've put in my notes. <laughs> <laughs> That's a good description. Allegedly. I like that. Allegedly, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> what I was going to say about lookout, sort of broadly, all the comps are a bit like this. Really, the amount of women involved is significantly higher than you find on, on sort of any other label compilations and was that a reflection of that part of the scene at the time right well, i never thought about that yeah because you listen to any fat rex rec comp you'll get tilt maybe and that's it that's it isn't it no look i would have a lot a lot because it was all centered around uh Gilman, wasn't it and yeah uh, so they had this it was like a more like a liberal kind of movement, wasn't it? And they all, I don't know, like anyone can do like, a sort of thing. Like Fat Records, they're like, oh, we'll put the women on the on our pink and black label that for girls. Mm. Yeah, that they was kind of separate. Wait, can you name any apart from Dancehall Crushers? Can you name any more? Like, on <laughs> pink and black. Yeah, fabulous disaster. I, I don't oh, even yeah, know how many right. they had. I can't remember. I can't say any more two, than two that. bands on the compilation. Side <laughs> A and side B. <laughs> right. Oh, here we go. It's my first playthrough. John, are you thirsty? I'm drinking. Are you also? You will drink the black sperm of my vengeance.
oh fuck, I know where this is going. I don't drink black. I don't drink black sperm, <laughs> allegedly. <laughs> You've ruined my joke, but you made it better. Uh, <laughs> I've got this. Uh, I'm getting this kind of whiskey open now, man. Fuck the fever. Right, that was Pansy Division doing political asshole. Probably easily in my top ten bands of all time. This probably not in their top five songs for me. Top ten songs for me. Uh, but yeah, I picked them because it was my first exposure to Pansy Division, and and this is not typical if this is your first exposure this isn't typical of the sound uh really this is quite a serious song which some of them are but not all of them uh, and it's a bit more classically punk isn't it than than a lot of their output which is just really nice pop songs really yeah never seen them yeah. really wish i had seen them uh, could they, they were my first uh the first time i ever saw gay porn was that a <laughs> Division show. <laughs> they had a in their their merch booth. The the back was just covered with pictures of this is like before the internet. Just covered with uh, gay sexual uh, situations happening. Wow, it was nice. <laughs> can you even begin? Like, oh, can you even begin huh? to imagine the amount of shit they must have had to take back then? Yeah, from punks can you even imagine even begin to comprehend <laughs> how bad it would have been for them but it's all all by bands that like you know like good amount of shit like, actually like good amount you know i don't give a fuck but yeah like all those bands were quite probably giving them shit there eh? I and mean, i think he mentions that in his book yeah shit, you know these job, job i think punk bands and that. It, ben weasel didn't like him did he i'm not well, saying it was for the gay reasons he's a cunt though allegedly <laughs> <laughs> but yeah I, I just think they're fucking mint and and yeah to to persevere and and go on the road with green day when they made it massive yeah and yeah. uh well that i mean that was like to green day's credit really i mean like yeah, yeah. that was great they took them took them of all, all the bands there yeah and, and uh, i think they're still grateful for it now um but new oh, so this is this this was from the compilation "More, More Loving from Our Oven." Yeah, yeah. It was it was on a seven inch, right? I, that's I have never actually heard that fucking compilation. Like I've heard fucking pretty much everything they've done, but I've never. I mean, it's only the seven inches, right? So I have heard it, but I haven't actually mm. owned that compilation. I really need to get that. Yeah, I've never seen it. It's anyway. CD only though, so. Yeah. There you go. Yeah. That'll be why it didn't do that's, very well. That'll be why. But yeah, I, I like it. Niall, I need your views on the Gilman Street prominent homosexuals, please. Yeah, um, I've heard other Pansy Division songs, but like you said, this isn't typical of their output. This sounds like it could have been on Sub Pop circa 1993, 94. Yeah, no, not him. Not the sub pop no. cunt. It was no. um, the, um, the cunt that did fucking from Big Black. What's his name? Oh, Steve Albini. Albini. Steve Albini. I think he produced. He produced some stuff for them. I don't know if it was this uh, this EP. It was absurd pop song romance, wasn't it? That he did. Oh, is that the one? It was. It might have been. Yeah. I don't know. But yeah, anyway, he did definitely did work with them. I'm all pansied out. 
the full playthroughs are coming thick and fast for track six. We've got Avail doing new number two, and it's your boy Nihilism, and political prisoner on Facebook. It's his first full playthrough, so let's have a little listen to that. Nihilism. Why did you choose a veil? Because I fucking love a veil. And as as far as Lookout goes, this was like this is my favourite Avail album. And for a time, I didn't even realise it was put out on Lookout. And when I did, I was like, "Holy shit, that's pretty cool." They had a bit of a rebirth, didn't they? Um, after Lookout all went to shit, they went on to uh, Obese Mix label and. Uh, yeah, had a resurgence. Yeah, um, I wouldn't have put them on either labels, to be honest. If I'd heard them without any context, I wouldn't have thought they were either a lookout or a fat band. But they're bloody brilliant, so, yeah. The problem with this song is it makes you want to turn off the comp and put on a veil. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's... Uh, it's kind of their, their ultimate song. This is like, if you want to listen to an avail song, this is avail like the whole thing the whole package i've I've never seen them has anyone in the virtual yeah i've seen them 
Yeah, yeah. Um, one of the best live bands ever. I saw him with uh, Leatherface and Avail, Leatherface, Avail, and Dylan before. Motherfucker! Fucking hell! I'd have wagged myself uh, silly. Okay. <laughs> Allegedly, <laughs> I think they had plans to come over <laughs> pre-pandemic because they just reunited um, for a few shows previously. But yeah, I don't know, we'll find out. Well, um, I think because uh, this. You said they go over the James, which is my favourite uh, Avail album. But this was actually on the the split seven inch with the Young Pioneers, the Fall of Richmond, because this is nineteen ninety seven, right? And Over the James came out in ninety eight, so it was on there first. But um, oh man, fuck when that came out, that Over the James came out, fucking hell, that was just that changed everything for me, man. Fucking just they're the best band on Lookout, and they're the best band on Fat Records, man. You know what I mean? <laughs> Fucking brilliant. But I can remember, like, my mate interviewed uh, Tim Barry for a fanzine, like, back when uh, Avail was still together. And um, and they asked him about, like, Lookout or something. And, and Tim Barry said, oh, they just fucking keep sending me all these fucking terrible fucking albums, man. <laughs> I fucking hate it. You know what I mean? You know, shit like The Smugglers and all that. Right? You know? <laughs> He's like, fuck this. <laughs> but yeah, I thought it was brilliant. Yeah, he doesn't strike back me then, as like, a Smugglers fan. Well, like, back then in a fanzine, you could do that shit and, like, people wouldn't even, like, hear about it. Like, you know what I mean? It would just be, like, the people in your town would hear it because you went, you were usually just selling the fanzines like gigs. Now, if you say that on the internet, fuck me, it cause a fucking war, man. He's an interesting yeah. man, is Mr. Barry. Very interesting. This might be a good time anyway. to tell people that next series we've got uh, Bo Butler on. That was a sweary John hookup, wasn't it? It sure was. So, yeah, uh, well, that I, that was basically just uh, the leftovers from the fuck punk show that I never uh, I never had the balls to fucking contact. And I was like, oh, fuck it. It doesn't matter if they say no or no. Happy yeah, to pick cool, up your shit, John. Happy to pick I'm up your shit. To, yeah, I'm looking forward to hearing it, though. We do it so you don't have to. Right. <laughs> yeah. Talking of the smugglers, it's Grant and the gang doing Cans of Love now. No one's picked it for quite obvious reasons. So this is 30 seconds of Cans of Love. Uh, the Smugglers, Cans of Love. Bit of a lookout legend, isn't he, old Grant Lawrence? Yeah. yeah. This song Allegedly. is just like a throwaway song, though. Like, it's it's like the second song on a seven inch on that uh, yeah. Buddy Holly convention. Buddy Holly, yeah. yeah. I, I, did, I don't rate it. It, it. it sounds like a jam session gone wrong like they've yeah, just yeah, figured yeah, out yeah. how to pan the guitars like somebody's gone hey if i if i twiddle this knob that comes out that side let's do this oh brilliant i think this was mixed yeah. by uh kurt, kurt block 
from uh, the uh, I can't come up with it. Popcorn, right? Yeah. Is it a sub popcorn? <laughs> yeah, well, you know what I think? Like smugglers, again, like the same with the i5s. You know, like fans of garage music just think it's fucking cheesy. You know what I mean? They wouldn't fucking listen to it. You know what I mean? And like, but this is like where the compilation takes a bit of a fucking dive. Like the next few songs are crap, you know? Yeah. And, and I, yeah, I, I think they're overrated. I think they're, I've got the albums, man. You know, they're all right, but they were, yeah, not. Uh, I never really heard the stuff before Lookout until recently, and it seems to be a lot better, you know, with the harmonicas and shit like that. It seems a bit yeah. more authentic, you know. But uh, I think Lookout just fucking polished them up too much, and uh, it just, you know. Yeah, they were really good live, though. Like, and like the, the energy's not there on their records. Yeah. Like live, they were just, they're really good. Because that, that was the first album I got by them was that live album that they put out, you know. Ah. And I wasn't too keen on that one, but I got the other albums. I mean, I don't know. They're all right, but I can, uh, I can give them a swerve easily. They're just a bit, yeah, for me. Like, I just don't care. I just. They're a bit Canadian, aren't they? They are a bit Canadian, yeah. Yeah. But if you attended the Lookout Zoom Out thingies, Grant Lawrence was the old top boy there, weren't he? Oh, he's a nice guy. Oh, yeah. I mean, like a nice guy. He's a cool guy, man. Yeah, no, no beef with him. No, but, uh, yeah, his band's a bit shite. And a, a lot of the, do you know the evaporators? From, yeah. Oh, yeah. Now do I, right? The smugglers are in the evaporators as well. Okay. Right. The band. Okay. <laughs> no, any thoughts on that? Sir? Oh, no, that's all. I went for a piss one this year. Was that because you heard a little bit? Did the panned guitars not tempt you in? But it was close. Okay. But I thought, no, this is not great. That's the verdict. That's the verdict, everyone. <laughs> not great. Talking of not great. Track eight, no one's picked it. It's Squirt Gun doing My Jeanette. Well, my Jeanette makes my heart go They give you my notes on this. Yeah, these two words: awful shite. That's it's it. Not, it's not great, is it? <laughs> it's fucking horrible. It's terrible. Not great. I... Hands down, the worst band on lookout for me. You know what? I just don't like the cunt's voice. Yeah, I respect Mass. Got a respect for Mass, you know, obviously, but. The band name for a start is fucking crap. The fucking like singer sounds like a wanker, and it's fucking scar, man. It's fucking shite, man. Fuck off. Yeah, I don't know. That's but... the worst. That's the worst scar I've ever heard, man. Like I've never heard scar punk sound as bad as that. Like I've heard some shite, man. It's proper you know? white boy. It's white scar boy. without the horns, isn't it? You can't have scar without horns. So, so fucking. It's not even like a what they actually sound like. Though. No, it's like a. I know that's 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 but he, but the other stuff is shite as well. It's yeah, proper yeah, yeah. punky scar, isn't it? 
Really? It's shame, man. I don't know how that ever got like out of the recording studio, to be honest. But it's it's a thing. It's a product of its day. I think it's like oh, we need a, a scar song. <laughs> <laughs> no, I think that's spot on, Brian. I, I really do. Like, I think you're right. Make well, well, you know. Everyone's got one. Let's us have one as well. I, like you say, it's not what they sound like at all. And what the so, fuck is this? This fucking lyric is like. Makes my heart go pity pat. I mean, that just sounds like a wet fart. I mean, what's like my heart just went pity, pity pat? I mean, it's all, where's the fucking number from that? Where's the like, it's probably Springsteen, you know what I mean? Like fucking talking like on fucking motorbikes, chasing girls and shit. It's like my heart was going pity pat. He's fucking shit as duds, man. You know, like, <laughs> oh, I think we've summed that up perfectly. Next. <laughs> <laughs> Might need another next here. Fuck me. It's the Potato Men Drunken Staircase. was a potato man doing drunken staircase i don't like this i think it's the word it's my worst on the comp it's my second worst on the comp probably my worst squirt guns my third worst morrissey like, i don't i don't, uh, I don't hate it i don't hate it man i don't say that i don't hate it don't you know it's it's just fucking different you know do you remember uh but, the, sorry Brian for doing English stuff, but do you remember the smell of Reeves and Mortimer? And they had Mulligan and O'Hare. Sounds like that. That joke folk duo that they had. I don't like it. I don't like it. It's like Morrissey started some kind of fucking shitty surf side project. Well, that was like the thing there. There was like a Smith fucking thing. But you know, like, but this is actually the, the lookout. House band because it's Chris Abergan, Larry Livermore. It's Larry and, uh, Patrick, Livermore, right? Patrick Hines. Yeah. yeah, Larry, Chris, and fucking Patrick Hines, right? All the, the three comes from Lookout at the time. So it's oh. like the Lookout in house band, yeah. When you've got so your own label, just, like, you can do what you like. <laughs> exactly, yeah. Yeah. But they used to just like, uh, they used to play like gigs outside of Gilman and shit, like just like, like, like not even, uh, I don't know, like pots and pans and shit, like weird shit, you know what I mean? But, uh, I don't know. I don't. I don't. I don't think it's too bad, man. I think it's all right. Well, I remember they came. I'm I'm from Portland, Oregon yeah. originally. They came to Portland, and I didn't go for because of this song. Because <laughs> <laughs> of this song. <laughs> That's the exact opposite of what it's meant to achieve. <laughs> Being on a compilation. Yeah, I, I don't like it. Sorry, Larry. Sorry, Chris. Sorry, other bloke. I just think it's wank. Man, I've got the LPs. They're all right, man. They're all right. I like that. I don't. I think they're all right, man. Hard pass for me. Moving the last time you put it on. 
right next next <laughs> right any fans of uh swear john's old podcast will will be taken back in time to those heady tuesdays when he used to release it it's the phantom surfers with crossover tragedy no one's picked it Phantom Surfers, then. What do we know? Track 10. Well, African, yeah, because I used to use this for me. What do you call that? Like a ramp thing? Like mute the music, what you talk over when you're doing a yeah, shady yeah. radio show? Yeah, so yeah. now, yeah, now I, only, I only used it because it was an instrumental. I was like, oh, that'll do, you know. But uh, now when I hear it, I just like expect me to say, Fuck punk number 25. <laughs> 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 I mean, it's fucking ruined it for me. Like, but I, yeah, I think it's cool. Um, Phantom Surfers again, like the uh, smugglers and the high fives, real fans of like surf rock and stuff. They're not going to be listening to this shade unless it's in Japan where they're still quite popular, you know what I mean? But uh, yeah, I've got some albums, but they're, they're weird. Bit of a mixed bag. It's not. It doesn't all sound like that. They've got shit with singing and that. It's, it's you know, I don't know, a bit shite. Yeah, weren't they on that uh, lookout video? Lookout tune in and all. Ah, that. yeah, with the fucking the mask. The front of the opera shit. Yeah. 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 Uh, yeah. Was, wasn't that a Ramones cover or something? Maybe? Yeah, but they did it. Um, they did it instrumental, but someone played the melody on the guitar. Aren't these just isn't the go nuts just these yeah and uh the i believe in the ramona church as well i had a feeling like i had a feeling captain corn (laughs) (laughs) it's not snack time yet brian cool your jets sorry snack time later but yeah he's in and then yeah they're in the ramona ramona church who that surf uh ramones band yeah yeah at least he is. It's the same that the drummer in Antichrist is as well. Bloody incestuous the, little bunch. I'll tell you something. They're probably like, out of all the lookout recording artists, these ones are the, the Phantom Surfers is the only band that's probably still popular in Japan, you know? I mean, like, be, not yeah. including like Green Day, Green Day or something, but like, who else fucking tours? Like, they actually come over sometimes. Huh? I'll do that. I didn't know they were still. I mean, I mean, the queers came over, didn't they? Like, there was about ten people yeah. in the crowd. <laughs> you know, I'm really yeah. surprised at that. We'll get to the quiz. Well, Japan it's likes that. Japan likes that shit, don't they? It's pretty big. Yeah, but they've never been over for a long time, have they? Yeah, it's been a while. Niall, did you uh, want to surf Sheffield after you'd heard that? Um, me and I used to say it does what it says in the tin. No complaints. That was all right. Wasn't brilliant, wasn't shite. You know, like a phantom surfer is a surfer that you can't see. It fucking sneaks up behind you and shit, you know what I mean? Is that what it says on the tin? Is that what you mean? <laughs> <laughs> or, it's, or it's a surfer that's not there, you know? Like a, like a phantom pregnancy or whatever, like, I don't know. 
Exactly like a phantom pregnancy. Right, track 11. Groovy Ghoulies, Chupacabra. Was a groovy ghoulies track 11 doing chupacabra is it chupacabra or is it chupacabras because there's two isn't there chupacabras is on the later was it ghost stories yeah, yeah yeah i don't know how you can eke two songs out of a sheep eating bat but there you go they've managed it somehow <laughs> you you a ghoulies fan john uh- uh, you know, like uh, they haven't got one solid album. Eh? There's just good songs on every album. Like you could make a fucking good compilation, but the but the compilation would be fucking long because it would be like ten albums worth of good songs. Like every like you know, like three songs on every album, right? But um, no, all right, you know, like Kepi with his fucking PMA shit, fucking annoying. Because uh, let's face it, if you're a fucking drunk, fucking depressed cunt like most of us are you know what i mean that pma shit doesn't work man you know what i mean you can be as positive as you want man but we're still fucking depressed man fuck off man. but uh andy deleted me off facebook and i don't know why so yeah fuck, fuck. <laughs> <laughs> it might have been because of that <laughs> and he's he likes his money yeah doesn't he kept yeah, he doesn't do enough for, for like for free yeah that's what i've heard anyway can't tell you who's yeah the lookout allegedly zoom yeah. out yeah there was some alleged yeah, but anyway, yeah, uh, but yeah, but but this this album, the Animation Festival, it was my favorite uh, Groovy Gullies album probably, and uh, I remember because um, like a mate of mine, actually, that was a, the mate that got me into Lookout because he he came up with the Heidi Says compilation and all the Queers album. He was doing a fanzine, so he would get shit sent from Epitaph, Lookout, and fucking Fat. I mean, it was all coming from the same distributor, I think. They were sending it out or whatever. And uh, all the lookout shit he gave to me. So on this this compilation, around this time, I had I got all these albums, most of them for free. And uh, so, yeah, I really liked this one when I first heard it, yeah. Nice. Yeah, I've played with the Groovy Goldies a few times. Pleasant enough. Pleasant enough. Yeah, but he's know. always complaining about fucking money, though, isn't he? Like, have you seen the shit on the Facebook? He's like, <laughs> he always talks shit about Lookout. He's like, oh, you know, like, they owe me money and shit. I'm fucking, like, how much fucking money do you think you were fucking getting from fucking Lookout? I'm fucking out. It was like the queers were way better. You know what I mean? <laughs> well, they don't, Lookout doesn't shady, exist anymore. So it's time shady, to let it go. Shady rock and roll band. Let it go, man. You know what I mean? Like, fucking hell. Yeah, sorry, you were saying. <laughs> <laughs> you played with them a few times. Yeah, it was all right. Uh, they were a married couple, lineup? so it wasn't like party time on tour. Yeah. Um, who was, who what was the lineup like? It was Kepi, Roach, like, and Scampi. It was late, later days. Three piece. Yeah. Yeah. 
Yeah, I saw them a couple times, and I saw them like when they were really good. And one one of the shows I saw them. Good live. One of the fans wrote the set list and gave it to them right before the show. Like, can you do this set list? And they were like, sure. And they did they did this this fans <laughs> set list. Like, I was like, I don't know how the. I think B Face was on bass, and I don't know how he knew all the songs, <laughs> but he did. <laughs> <clears throat> Fucking nice. They're brilliant. Brilliant when I saw them, they were brilliant. They actually they played fucking yeah. hardy pool, man. <laughs> working on. That's probably on one of them tours that Yeah. We know when they, well, this was B Face and Roach and Kebby was fucking yeah. drumming and singing. Yeah, that what oh, was really? that? That was ninety two thousand, two thousand one or something. Might be ninety nine. It was when Travels with my aunt came out, whatever they had. Yeah, that yeah. was ninety nine, two thousand. I mean I like that. Like I do like them, you know, I mean just not in the PMA, man. Niall, are you uh, into the G-R-O-O-V-I-E? Never really saw the hype. It all sounded a bit wet to me. Plus, like John mentioned, Kepi's a nice guy, but he's just a glass of water, isn't he? He's nothing exciting. I think the first exposure I had to them was on the Rocky Horror Punk Rock Show compilation. I was just like, it's all right. I wouldn't spend money on it. It's like they want to be the misfits, but not quite there. The wet fart misfits. <laughs> <laughs> I'll tell you some more shit when we when we hang like when we stop recording. I've got more stories about this guy. <laughs> <laughs> Subscribe <laughs> to our Patreon for more exclusive content. <laughs> should I have headphones people slag- in the same before not, slagging not, not off? <laughs> not my opinions, but should I have headphones. Other people say. But yeah, go right. on that next. Yeah, before we get sued, uh, it's time to go to track 12. No one's picked it. It's the Young Pioneers. We ain't even married. Okay. That was the Young Pioneers. We ain't even married. Fucking weird that one was, weren't it? It's kind of folk punk. Yeah. Before. <laughs> Tim Barry was it, played bass originally in the band, right? I don't know. That's why they did that, that split. I believe split, he did. Yeah. I like it. I, I, I think they're a fucking great band, but. Uh, it's not. It's not the best track to put on the fucking compilation again. You know, like, I don't know like what, what mm. I was thinking, but it's on that on trial seven and chair. But I remember, like when I turned eighteen, I, I know, like I went to see Link eighty when I was on my eighteenth birthday, and uh, I remember I listened to this album, Free Free the Young Pioneers, and listening to what was that one? High fives. I'd be so pleased. I was listening to both of them. I cassette tape, like you know, on both sides a lot like on that night so it always reminds me of that but yeah I think they're a really good band I think they're worth checking out and then uh, who likes that fucking who's that fucking band with the fucking the girl singer oh, against yeah, yeah. me right yeah yeah, yeah, um, yeah. so they've got that track haven't they on that Axel Rose album that says um, 
I got a Mexican Telecaster or something and I played along with the Young Pioneers records. He, he says that in the song. I always oh. thought that was cool. Ah, well, there you yeah. go. Yeah. Nihilism. Just going back to that Link 80 reference, I saw them once and uh, he's dead now, isn't he? Nick Trainer. Yeah, you want to see them? He never came to UK, man. That, that couldn't they? They did. He died before they. Yeah, yeah, not when he was in them, though, for sure. And he was the son of American romance novelist Danielle Steele. There's your fucking trivia for today. There you go. Yeah, but he, yeah, that's true. She wrote a book about it, but, but she, he wasn't in the band when you saw them, man, because he never came to England. That had a bit about 98, 99. Yeah, he died before. Sure, that, I saw them at the Vic. I'm telling you, man, he was dead before then, man. <laughs> he died, man. Just because he was dead in real life now, he may well have lived on in your heart. He, he certainly did. But going back to the Young Pioneers, uh, lovely bass intro. He was a phantom. He was a phantom singer. He was a phantom scarpunk cunt. Phantom scarpunk cunt. All right, go on, say, say, your, say your thing. Sorry, man. Yeah, lovely bass intro, then just goes fucking weird. That time signature gives me a fucking headache. Uh, yeah, it makes you feel a bit seasick, don't it? It's like that. Which is Swaying. what you want in punk. A bit of danger. <laughs> <laughs> Mild nausea. Danger. <laughs> yeah, I have nothing. I, I, re- I like the Young Pioneers. The song is, like John said, not the best one. But... The the album came out after this, right? The Lookout record, anyway. Yeah, yeah. Again, it was a set. There's a, there's a few tracks on there where the seven inch came out in '97, and then the album came out yeah. in '98, right? Hmm. You're the expert, John. Allegedly. So <laughs> we now move track thirteen on Lucky for Some. It's where John's first full uh, blast through. It's Black Fork doing Mosquito. John, tell us why you chose Black Fork and it's one minute, two seconds of glory. Well, that's why, isn't it? I, I just love fucking short songs, fast and short. And I think the best vocals, man, they've got to be like one of the best vocals in punk, man. Robin, she's fucking amazing. Mm. Yeah, it's just, I fucking love it, man. So, yeah, again, that's, that's more, more women at the front in Lookout World. Yeah. But I've got to say, like, stop calling me an expert, man, because fucking uh, Mark Murphy's listening. <laughs> yeah, what did you write? <laughs> with, his, uh, with his whole collection of lookout shade. <laughs> Murphy's fuming. 
<laughs> oh god thank you well brian what have you got for black fork there weren't i've never heard anything before or since this oh the the album's really good but so they're, they're real. to me they're, they were more like a very small records type of band a little bit kind of a little bit rough for lookouts kind of clean cleaner sound if you know what i mean i do know what you mean yeah if 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 that's everyone's views accounted for, it's time to go to track fourteen. It's not, but crack on. Well, on yeah, sorry, sorry. Look, I'm getting more and more pissed, so this is going to happen a lot. So I enjoyed it. Fast as funk, fast as fuck. Chick snarls, very short, very sweet. Chick snarls. That's a good phrase, isn't it? No, track fourteen. Top actor. An occasional singer guitarist, Billy Joe Armstrong now, with his side project, Pinhead Gunpowder, and the song Life During Wartime. No one's picked it. Pinhead Gunpowder, then, dudes. I really like that song. That's good. It's kind of fucking great. Their uh, typical sound. Good, good. Uh, shows shows the band really well. Wasn't fucking it a class. dual vocalist thing in in practice, or was it all just him? Well, Billy Joel, Billy Joel didn't sing very much in Pinhead. No. He did on this one, obviously, but yeah, but that's why they put it on the comp, isn't it? I think, he's, yeah. the fucking, he's singing, yeah, but yeah, it was the other comp. Was it uh, what's he called? Uh, I think White, fucking Jimmy White, or he's called what's his fucking name? I don't know, let's say Jimmy the other, White, the other cunt because he's in Green Day now. That cunt's actually in Green Day now. Yeah, oh, yeah, is he yeah. the other guitarist? The other guitar cunt that no one knows. I thought he'd gone now. As well, so he was, I think. No, I don't know. I think he's stick with Jimmy White. Like... That mental image is amusing. <laughs> yeah, top snooker player and uh, lookout band member was Pinhead Gunpowder then, because I always got the feeling that it was just a bit of a effort by B.J. Armstrong to say, "Look, I'm still real." No, because it's Aaron Comet Buster's band, I think, I, you know, that comes from uh, yeah, it's, Tim Shaw. Yeah. Yeah. I think it, it's kind of cool. It's, you know, like he's in their band or something, isn't it like that? Or? Because, uh, yeah, Pinhead Gunpowder was before Green Day got big. Oh. It's kind of cool that he kept going with it. I don't know if they really play shows very much, though. Or oh, they couldn't now, probably, could they? Because they'd just yeah. be teenage girls storming the yeah. joint. That sounds like a good idea. Good, <laughs> good reason to have a tour, doesn't it? Like, <laughs> Jesus. Well, you can't say that shit anymore, can you? Fuck. Well, you just did. <sighs> Niall, God. 
are you a pinhead gunpowder sort of a dude i've heard a few tracks off and this is probably one of the the strongest tracks on this compilation i enjoyed it but at the same time i kind of think i mean this was what 97 yeah so would this have been pre or post um insomnia either just pre or just post yeah it's um it's interesting to see that he's done all these bands that pretty much essentially are quite similar to green though Mm. I think this song is it's got real strong Green Day vibes. Like really strong. But again Yeah, this one definitely, yeah. But not everything they did. Yeah. But no. this one definitely. Again, is yeah. this a is this a truthful advertisement of what Pinhead Gunpowder sound like, is what I'm trying to say. Will will mm. Billy will Billy Joe mm. Armstrong fans be disappointed by his amount of input? They're not disappointed yeah. by that. They fucking will be when they see Ordinary World. <laughs> but these are the cunts that buy his new albums, so, like, you know what I mean? Then These I cunts probably so. don't even like Doogie, you know? Okay. Right, is everyone, anyone hungry? We've got, got my snacks here, man. Here. Yeah. I've got a strong... <laughs> Fucking sour cream, onion. My second full playthrough. It's the Go Nuts doing Snick Snacks Gadoodliac. I am actually going to have a pistachio. Listen up, snack rockers. This is Captain Coordinate speaking. Grab yourself a snack, get comfortable, and sing along with the Go Nuts on our fabulous hit, Snick Snacks Gadoodliac. break over I chose to listen to that all the way through and I'll fucking tell you why anything that pisses off scenesters who stand at the back of gigs judging people with folded arms 
and frowning at everyone. Anything that pisses them off is fine in my book. And I remember people sneering at the go-nuts. I remember it in the early internet days. And to my mind, that just makes them better. Stop taking yourself so seriously. It's a bit of fucking fun. Well, looking at my notes here, like Tom, like it just says, cosplay wankers. (laughs) (laughs) Cosplay wankers. (laughs) I respectfully disagree. It seems like a band that got, like it was a joke band and then they got a little, not, not big, big, but they got, they got like a following behind them and it's like, well, what do we do now type of thing? Just be awesome. They're all right. Songs about snacking. That fucking album is so annoying because every fucking like two songs, they've got like an advert. It's like a, it's like a theme tune, right? And it's every, it's just played different every time, slightly (laughs) fucking different. But but it's like fucking annoying as fuck, man. Yeah, I I bought the first album. I bought the first album. How many have they got? Two. They, They did one before the lookout. And so I had that one. And so I was like, oh, they got, it was kind of weird that they got signed to Lookout. It's a poor man's Aquabats, really, isn't it? Or a rich man's yes, Aquabats, if you mean. That's what's in my notes, budget Aquabats. <laughs> Aldi Aquabats, yeah, yeah, if think, you like. I think one of the cunts was from Phantom Surfers. I don't know what the other fuck is like. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I tell you what, if you look them on fucking discos, you probably find uh, found that they were in fucking actually good bands and shit. Eh? Yeah, I think, so, I think they were. I think they were all in like serious normal lookout bands and it was just I think that just goes to show how much money was kicking about oh, <laughs> at lookout the, like look we've got these really- how much went up their nose when they were making the decisions you know what I mean? but like 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 I said at the beginning I like I like this compilation I like every every song on it really you know what I mean like I don't skip a track you know what I mean even if it's a bit crap you know what I mean so yeah sorry good good Kids like it anyway, and I like it, so happy days. Nice. I want William Shatner to do a rendition of this. <laughs> <laughs> we'll write to him. <laughs> I enjoyed his covers album. Have you ever heard that one he did with Henry Rollins on there? He did, right. Yeah, what he did a song. That? With Henry Rollins, and it's like I can't remember what, but it's like that really grinds my gears. But it's not that really grinds my gears. It's like, and I find that really irritating or something. And it's him and Henry <laughs> Rollins saying stuff that they find mildly irritating. It's pretty good. Well, I've had my novelty record, so I'm happy. Now it's time to listen to track sixteen. The Crumbs doing Dead Boys 2. And this is Brian's uh, second full full playthrough, so he is going to justify this decision shortly.
Come on then, Brian. The Crumbs, Dead Boys 2. This is just a good, like, rock and roll, snotty rock and roll type of song. That It's just, like, it, it took me a while to get into The Crumbs, but after I got into them, I really grew to like them. Like, they're, they're a little... They seem kind of surface, but they're, they're, they have a little bit more to them as, when you deep dive into them. This is one of the ones that I, before we obviously decided we were going to do this, it's one of the ones I could recall off this compilation straight away. Uh, I don't know why it's just stuck in my head. John, have you got any got, thoughts on those crumbs? I just love it, man. Uh, fucking, like I would say, like the album that this is off and Over the James are the best two uh, albums that came from this uh, compilation. You know, the album is brilliant. Uh, but they were they were a Florida band. There, they're not a they're not an East Bay band, and uh, mm. also a Veil. They're not a fucking East Bay band either. So I don't know oh, no. if that's anything to do with it. Or not. But yeah, fucking uh, really good. No, I'll let you chime in in a minute. Go back to sort of broad lookout again. Like you say, John, it is always quite a surprise when you get a not East Bay band on there. You're like, oh. I mean, there are some. I mean, like fucking uh, the Queers and Screech and Weasel were not yeah. from uh, the East Bay, you know, and they're the big, maybe like two of the biggest there. But yeah, but mostly, I mean, when you think like Green Day or Ivy, you know, Tilt and all those bands, you know, it was on East Bay, wasn't it? You know, there was a few bands from fucking England that were... Yeah. ...on lookout even, you know. A few. No. Yeah, I enjoyed that one. Um, probably the most Ramones core track on the record. Hmm. I can get behind that. Behind that statement. Was Ramones core a thing yet when this came out? I don't, I don't think, think so. No. I don't think the word was around. Hmm. Because they disbanded the year before, aren't they? The Ramones. They had, yeah. They had, and I don't think there was this legion of copycat bands. Say copycat, ripoffs. <laughs> Allegedly, <laughs> the, the, the crumbs. The crumbs were originally uh, crumbs were originally on uh, recess. Uh huh. And uh, the, he wanted to put out the the full album and he was a bit disappointed when they signed the lookout well you would be it's not yeah it's not one of the worst ones on it it's, it's definitely in the top five hmm. i've got what's the first i've got the uh the first is there, is there an album before this or maybe the album after but i've got no, another album is, which isn't on this is the first yeah, album. i've got Right, I've got, it must be the second then, it's not on Lookout. So I guess they only did that one LP in the seven inch on Lookout. Yeah. Fucking great band, man. Right, definitely check mm. out this album, Tom, like if you haven't had the album. Oh, yeah, really really good. I'll have a listen. Yeah. Right, let's move to track 17. We're on the home stretch, boys. This is Niall's second, for, uh, second full playthrough. And it's the Mr. T experience doing so long, sucker.
Niall, justify yourself. Um, I just really like this track. Uh, my notes are saying, surfy, 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 loose as fuck, rock and roll. And it's it's inoffensive. I like it. It is. It's one one for the family fun day, uh, definitely. I mean, it's, it's not really stuck with me. Like, you know, I, I couldn't hum it to you now. It's just not gone into me head. Really? I, I find it very catchy. I, I see the song title and it's like, so long, soccer. It comes in automatically. Yeah. Is, it, is that due to a more prolonged and enhanced exposure to MTX? It could be. Could be. What album is this from? Let's have a look. Uh, making Things with Light. And well, I was no, wondering. Okay, I'll tell, you what, I, I'll tell you the score with this because this is. This is from 1989, man. This is yeah, from the 70s. Yeah, it's an old one, yeah. Um, and the only reason it's on this compilation is because they re-released that Rough Trade 10-inch, uh, that, um, what is that, the Blue Bugs, blue, blue Bugs Bleed, big, fucking whatever, big, Green black, Blood, or whatever black it is. Blue. Or black <laughs> blood, whatever it is, Black, black Seaman. And... Uh, <laughs> So that's, but they, they did the compilation there so that we included this, they included all the, all the seven inches as well. And that's why it's on this 97 compilation, man. But it's a classic lineup. This is uh, John Vaughn mm-hmm. and fucking uh, Unicorns. <laughs> I don't know what, uh, Aaron and fucking Alex, I guess. And uh, I don't know, is, is it on making things for light? Uh, uh, no, I don't know if it's, is it on that album as well? Might be, yeah. No, uh, Big black bugs, big <laughs> fucking hell. Big yeah, black so it, bugs bleed blue blood. It was on making things it right, but it was also a, a seven inch as well. Yeah, yeah. And I think it's a different recording. I'm like not hundred percent sure, but I think it is. I don't know, but cause they used to stick a lot of fucking extras on those CDs, though. Eh? So I don't know if it could be of a like an extra. Do we think that Doctor Wank? regrets the name the Mr. T experience because it's rubbish. For years I thought there were a scar band based on that name. True story. <laughs> it's a rubbish name, isn't it? Yeah, but it like first time I heard that name I thought that's fucking weird, right? It's it's a bit daft, right? But like the more you hear it, like I mean, I've been listening to them for like fucking 25 year or whatever yeah, right yeah. so it's just normal like someone says Mr. T experience it doesn't seem any weird weirder to me than saying Jimi Hendrix experience or something you know what I mean it just doesn't seem that <laughs> do you think it, I guess what I'm saying is do we think it was a barrier you know we said that you know they were sort of everyone was eyeing them up as the next big thing do you think it went against them uh could be yeah, yeah. I don't know you need you need a really good name like fucking Green Day to get popular on you. Nah, fuck no. No, but I mean, but they're definitely better than Green Day, man. Fucking way better. Like as like his fucking lyrics are fucking great. Aren't they? He's a clever bloke. Really good. Yeah. Top bloke. Get money, show man. You must have had some heavy interaction with uh, the good doctor and the boys over the years. Did they ever pass through Portland? Yeah, I saw him many times. I saw him five or six times, probably. They came. They came to Sendai once. Wow! I saw him here. 
and yeah, it was good. They came with the queers. We'll talk about the queers when yeah, <laughs> they we come up. I wonder because they don't strike yeah. me as uh, very compatible people, Doctor Doctor Wank and uh, Joe Queer. No, nah, they were really. Oh, oh, they're best yeah. friends, bro. They're really close. Man. They're really good friends. Yeah. Yeah. Interesting. Well, I had him. Okay, he was on my show, and uh, probably shouldn't say it because sometimes after we stop recording, I keep talking. But we were talking a bit about Joe Queer, but he just said uh, he said I don't give a fuck about uh, someone, some cunt on the internet's fucking political opinion. He says like Joe Queer is a stand-up guy that I've fucking been in the van with many, many, many times. Years touring together, you know, like or decades even, right? And uh, He's like, I'd rather be in the van with fucking Joe Queer than you know any of these fuckers on the internet with the fucking opinions, right? You know, and I mean, like that's the thing. If you know someone, there, eh, it's different, eh? You know. Yeah. All right. <laughs> <laughs> so that's you fucking told you, cunt. I'm just asking. I was trying to get you to talk. Both all of you. <laughs> right. Let's go. Track eighteen. The Bombassets with crying, crying, crying. I'm thinking about me and you. When I've been thinking, it's good to be true. Because I'm so tired of crying, crying, crying all the time. So what is you? What if I? We got together. Nobody's picked. Nobody picked that one. So you only heard thirty seconds of crying, crying, crying. I'm confused. Is Doctor Doctor Wank in, in these as well? He is, isn't he? Yeah. Yeah. He's um. But he plays guitar. Like a, a super band, right? Yeah. This is so. It's basically like Sweet Baby, isn't it? But with um. Mm. Kevin Army's in the band. Uh, legendary producer. Uh, obviously, made. Famous for you know he did uh of uh Borchester was famous, right? But uh <laughs> also uh it's, yeah, but it's it's like uh what's it called? Uh John Denry Dallas. Um yeah, I mean, a lot of these bands are connected, aren't they? Like fucking um Brent TV and uh you know smugglers and there's there's always like in the same band there, but I love this band, man. I think they're fucking really good. Personally, I just think they're all right. Uh, I don't. Based on this song, though, based on this song, you get the yeah. album. You... Again, yeah, bad yeah. choice for the for the song, I think. But get this, but even better, get the seven inch. Like fucking hell, really good. I just remember like being all sad when I split up with some girl when I had like no pubes, listening to listening to that, and then now I'm like, hmm. I bought the CD when it came out. It was so disappointed. Like it just seemed so weak. Like knowing who's in the band, and I've and now I listen to it. I wouldn't say a lot, but I listen to. It. I I found it on vinyl, cheap. And I listened to it quite a bit since I found it. But it's it's okay. <laughs> no, you look like you're brimming. No, um, just based <laughs> on this song. Um... Wet garage. Mm-hmm. 
Is that a new genre you've just invented, Wet yeah. Garage? I'm inventing them all the way through this fucking episode. That's where that's high fives and smugglers, chick snarls and wet garage. <laughs> Niall, the uh, godfather of the Midlands wet garage scene. It's the poor sides with hang up. Any any thoughts on uh, the parasites with Hang Up? This was again a sad favourite of a no pubed young man from from the UK who who didn't have much luck with the ladies. Uh, and that that's my takeaway from it. Uh, any thoughts on the parasites? Yeah, it, I really like the song. It's I, I almost chose it for my fall, but the song's all right. If not. A bit creepy. Parasite's first album, I think it's fucking brilliant. And I think the seven inch is fucking brilliant as well, man. Uh, right. You've got more shit to say, Brian, because you were telling me the other day and it was fucking something well, about the lyrics. Yeah, like, it's, when you listen to, to the Parasite songs now, he doesn't write anything about girls like in his song. There's no, uh, there's no gender in his songs. Which is... Which- which is a standalone thing is fine. See Pansy Division, except they did change it to he's. But yeah, he's no, like- they yeah, well, that's that's funny. Yeah, something we cut in there, Tom, because they they was quite openly we would be like, you know, talking about sucking cocks and shit there. But there was that yeah. one song, um, I really wanted you, the one that was on MTV, where Could they be. don't mention gender yeah. on that one, right? Could be, I thought yeah. it was a bit of a sellout tactic there, but yeah, go on, go on, Tom. It is. I, I thought it was creepy years ago when it's like, it's clear that this, uh, I'll say woman, doesn't want to speak to him. And he's like, if you think that's going to make me give up, you need psychiatric care. No means no, mate. Do you know what I mean? Regardless of the gender. So, Well, because we are living in these times where no does mean yeah. no. You know what I mean? Uh, allegedly. And uh, also... Uh, pronouns and shit like it doesn't matter Brian man Brian whose side are you fucking on you don't have to say if you're a fucking he or a she man what the fuck's wrong with you man well, uh, no, that's what you I'm could saying. be an it or a fucking that or, or that or they don't that or this or whatever yeah I'm, I'm, it's more like I, I didn't ever realise it until now and it's kind of maybe I'm more disappointed do you think the Buscocks did the Buscocks ever say fucking hair because I don't think the Buscocks used like, uh, like when it was all love songs but it wasn't about like they didn't make it Obviously about girls, I don't think. Apart from she's a girl from the chainsaw, chainsaw. Sorry, but uh, I can't think of any others. Just Brian, Brian, you're cancelled. You're you're game over for you after this (laughs) one. Yeah, it's a good song. It's a good song. We haven't even got to the queers yet, man. It's a bit, it's a bit creepy and a bit rapey. Like she don't want to speak to you on the phone or otherwise, mate. Leave it. 
just leave it. Don't no. don't don't degrade yourself by going all sad to a show and and looking for this girl that's weird as fuck. Oh boy. Yeah, I never understood. I never understood that. Some someday I'll win you over, type of thing. It's like, but he got he got in the gig for nothing, right? Yeah. So <laughs> what can, yeah. you can't argue with it. Like, no, fair enough. Like, <laughs> but yeah, she's not answering all... the phone, kid. Just leave it. Just leave it. I mean, that's nothing compared to the lyrics of some fucking early two thousands emo bands. They're just jail worthy. A lot of them are in jail now, though, aren't they? So that turkey's come home to roost. Well, is this seven inch the only lookout release by Parasites? I think so. Yeah, because the album—I don't think the album was a lookout, was it? Right? Was it Rat Ass Pie or something? It was called. Or... Why would yeah, it be like the first album? To be honest, the solidarity, the first first side of solidarity. Next, okay. man, move on, man, move on. Let's stop talking about this fuck. Track twenty. <laughs> It's, Add the frying pan into the fire. Yep. Now we're all nicely warmed up, making spurious allegations about people. It's the queers. Uh, this sandal shit has got to stop, and John's picked it as his one of his full playthroughs. So let's listen. John, that queer song that you have chosen, what, why why did you choose that? Because you told me the first I couldn't have the first choice, which is that. <laughs> you, you can have it and you'll get it. But, right. what, okay then, what prompted this as your silver medal? Because uh, I love the queers, man. I think Joe Queer is the best voice in punk rock. I know I said that about... <laughs> <laughs> about fucking Black Fork as well. But <laughs> Joe Queer, man, oh man, I love Joe Queer, mate. 
fucking brilliant. Uh, love the quiz. And the quiz kind of got me into lookout. You know, like I'd had Green Day and Operation Ivy before the quiz, but I didn't realize they were on lookout. I didn't realize it was a label thing then. I just had these bands, you know. And then when I got into the quiz, that's when I saw the catalog and it was like all Green Day and it was Operation Ivy, like in the, you know, the advertisement thing, you know what I mean? I was like, oh, all right, I see. But yeah, these were like a, the, the main lookout band for me and they still are. I fucking love them. But what's interesting about this uh, track is this track is only on a compilation, which Lookout put out, right? So the idea of doing a sampler is to sell the other records, right? Yeah, yeah. So they're trying they're trying to sell another compilation by putting one of the tracks on this compilation. It's not fucking weird. It is you know weird. What I mean? Because I can say, I've <laughs> never why, heard it anywhere yeah. else. Why is it the, it that seem, one track is It seems like just like we got to put the queers on here. Let's put this on. Yeah, and I guess it was a new track. It was because it was only on that compilation, which did come out in the same year, I think. So, mm. uh, more bounce to the house. Yeah, I love love the quiz. Do you love the quiz now? Never really been into them. They've just passed me by. No, no opportunities to see them. You must have seen them. They're everywhere. No, I was off in a, a different punk world by. Then. You're fucking homophobic, mate. That's why I'm pointing to you. <laughs> uh, playing in no. Nuneaton next year. As you do. Take them along. Drag them along. I will do, yeah. We'll have a little little pogo. Yeah, the song's all right. It's very classic queers. It's got the classic queers formula. Uh, sort of anti-hippie, isn't it? Standard. standard. Well, well, who likes feet? I mean, like... Who actually likes feet? They're fucking horrible. There's actually perverts that wank over feet. I'm not going to, I don't want to incriminate myself or anything, but like you'd rather fuck a a young girl than fucking fuck someone's feet. You know what I mean? Like it's fucking horrible. Feet are fucking minging. Tarantino's a big fan of feet, has them in every single film. And he's a confirmed fetishist as well. I've heard he's got a pair as well. Ryan, are you a <laughs> queer lover? No, like, no. Oh, fuck. <laughs> are you fucking homophobic yeah, too? Then you can't. <laughs> this is this is where me and John, like, I don't like screeching weasel or queers very much. Okay. But the queers are fine. Like, they have some good songs. I just never got into them. And this is a, this is like a typical throwaway queer songs like i'll give you that it's definitely like it's just meh and it's like if you asked a computer to write a queer song that's what it'd spit out (laughs) well i think that's how he writes songs now doesn't he like you know his lyrics have got quite they've got worse over time but the songs are still good man i'm I'm on side john i'm i'm fully on board the queers train but there's a lot of people oh, that really would would slate yeah. us for saying that. I understand all brick, the all love. Brick. Sorry, Brian. Ah, uh, I see. I understand the love of queers. Like, I have nothing against Joe Queer himself, but just the songs don't do it for me. So now, no, now he... I'll tell him when the when the queers came to Japan 
to Sendai, <laughs> Joe Queer was so wasted. They only played three songs. And it was it was terrible. It was, when was that? one of the uh, it would have been like fifteen years ago. Yeah, like uh the that we saw he played the show that I saw and then he just fucked off. He left. And like everyone in Sendai, everyone hates the queers now. Cause like fuck them. Like we we paid money to see them. And they didn't play. Luckily, Mr. T Experience played too. So but it, it was funny. After the show, we were all having beers in the park. And the the rest of the band was just like, we're so sorry. We're so sorry. <laughs> you know? <laughs> I mean, that's anything. the thing. I, yeah. I, I quite like the Riverdales. I like Dan Vapid and the Cheats as well. But stuff like the Queers and Screeching Weasel to an extent, never really got it. I know, but now, man, like, the fucking, gotta, gotta remember, you... like, going right back, Screeching Weasel and fucking the Queers, they started all that shit, you know what I mean? Like, they, this, like after they were obviously took the load from the Ramones, you know what I mean? But they they did all that shit, and, like, look now, you've got, like, Mast Intruder and fucking, like, Teenage Bottle fucking rapist or whatever, like, you know, and they're just fucking... Allegedly. They're nowhere, nowhere, <laughs> yeah, nowhere near as good as the fucking queers were, man. Yeah, I appreciate nowhere. what they've done in terms of, like, influenced a lot of bands, but still never really struck me. And I'm I'm never say never, am I? Yeah, we'll come to Nuneaton next year and fall in love twice with the band and the town. <laughs> Right, we're nearly there, boys. Track 21. Nobody's picked it. Uranium 9 volt doing split derision. Uranium 9 volt. This is a real filler for me on this. I wouldn't know. I couldn't find it. <laughs> so when, when I listen back to this episode, this will be the first time I've heard it. Well, take my word for it. It's kind of a grungy thing. <laughs> yeah. But. Yeah, it just it doesn't fit for me. Like... You know, we go from the queers to the groovy ghoulies, and with that in between, it's a bit like, what is it? Is is the resident expert uranium nine volt? What's what's the story? Kevin Army produces. Uh, it's members of uh, what the fuck, Monsoon. Monsoon. Uh, uh, I think Pinhead Gunpowder. There's some come from Pinhead Gunpowder. It's a lot of. It's a bit of a super group as well, isn't it? Uh, mostly Monsoon, I think. I like it. I think it's all right. You know, it's yeah. it's different to everything else on there, you know. But it's not a different like fucking uh, potato men, uh, you know, so to speak. 
such a thing as too different. If you ask me. <laughs> Maybe. Uh, Maybe. Yeah, yeah, I think if they moved this to the middle of the comp, it would have been a little more re well received. If you put it in the middle, it would have been with all those other shapes. So <laughs> That's what I mean. It would have just been a shape comp. Then. At least it had been in its own league, though. Then and not. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. Do you know what I mean? Yeah, it would have been better than all those shape songs. Maybe. <laughs> It'd have been the best of a shit bunch. <laughs> It's not a bad song. It's just a, it's just a song. That's a good quote. It's not a bad song. It's just a song. <laughs> what a philosophy! <laughs> right, they're back. No one's picked it. It's Groovy Ghoul is doing Valentine from Running with Bigfoot. Here it is. This is all right. This song is it a cover? It sounds like a cover. No, because it talks about the queers show, right? Yeah, I guess so. But it sounds like they've crowbarred that in. Oh, uh, they did do a I lot of covers, but I don't think this is one. No. I, I like this. I think this this one of my favorite fucking Ghoulie really songs. No? It's a good groove. Yeah, it's a good Ghoulie song. I hope it is a cover, so I can just fucking say. Oh. <laughs> you know, I fucking I, I think it's fucking good. Uh, you know, like I do like Groovy Gooey, but like like I said, it's just like, every album just seems to have like three good songs on it, maybe four. And just like if you could compile them all together, that would be just class, wouldn't it? Yeah, he's um Kepi at the well, I say at the minute, he has been going through sort of recording Ghoulies albums with other bands, hasn't he? Yeah. I've got the fun in the dark one with the accelerators, that's pretty good. Yeah, it's got, it's got a bit more oomph. Yeah. 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 Don't like re recordings, me. Yeah, I, I'm not a fan. It's way too clean. The accelerators one is the best one, though. Yeah. Nihilism, what's best. your. Has, it, has this uh, altered your groovy girlish word worldview? It was a nice song. Good track. I'm still having my snick snacks, Gadiliac. Sorry. Anyone who can hear me eating, don't care. Okay. I might open mine in a minute. Right. And the final track, Gentlemen. It's my mate from up the road. It's Blatz doing fuck, there's no seeing fuck. Shit up. From there, release. Shit, spit, and more. Obviously, that's going to play us out. So let's have a little talk about that now. John, you were going to pick it, weren't you? Um, yeah, I fucking... Yeah, you're a blats man. I, yeah, I think they're fucking brilliant. Like that shit's but Like the two seven inches are fucking brilliant. Blats and uh, Phil. Again, like because this is from 1991, right? So the reason it's on here is because they re reissued the, uh, the shit's bit on vinyl because it was only ever on CD, and they, they eventually did it on vinyl, and that's I think that's why it was on this 97 thing. Yeah, it's uh, Jesse from. 
the criminals. And it's got the the dual vocals with the the two lasses and yeah. yeah, it's just mm. fucking aggro as fuck, isn't it? You know, it's more lass action. Uh... When when I say they, I remember when I went to Gilman Street for the first time. There was a last behind the fucking like working in the store, like where they, they, they used to have like a tuck shop or something. They, sell, mm. they don't sell drinks, but it's like they don't sell booze, but it's like fucking whatever shape, right? And she was listening to it. I, I always remember, like, oh fuck, because I don't think I'd actually, I think I'd only heard the track then, and then I got the, went out and bought the shit split then, but uh, yeah, fucking great. Niall. Yeah, I enjoyed that. Did the strong closer. Yeah, did it not make you want to take up booze and speed? Not really, no. Oh. Made me just want to fuck, <laughs> fuck shit up on a mild level. <laughs> like strong coffee. We're getting closer. Brian, did it make you want to fuck shit up with a no seeing fuck? I like the song. Like, this, you know, Shalong's Punk Side Story? Yeah. Yeah. With the, what's her name? Melissa McCarthy from MacArthur from Raul mm. it has that, that kind of vibe of that, that shouty female vocals. I don't know. Either. I really like it. It's good. It's good. Cause it's so shouty, isn't it? It's like, there's, they don't care if they're in tune or anything. It's just, yeah, shouty. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's, it's fucking that, brilliant. Man. Yeah. There's definitely a, like a real don't give a fuck attitude. Yeah. You know, because a lot of the time people say, like, we don't give a fuck, and it's really obvious that they do actually give plenty of fucks. But yeah. with Blatz, it's clear that they don't and will never. They couldn't even put a C in fuck. <laughs> it's not even worth all the letters <laughs> in fuck. And did anyone ever see Blatz? Might be a bit before all of our times. Yeah, I never saw him. No, they should be split up in fucking 92, I think, or something. Like, yeah. maybe, like 93 or something. Yeah, I well, didn't record a lot. Let me, I'll tell you my, my story of buying this. I found it in like a, a used record shop at the, at the counter. So I was buying records. I don't even remember what I was bought, but I was buying records. And at the counter, they have like the... Like the... DJ or promo copy things. Yeah. Uh-huh. So I, I bought it before it came out, actually. It was in the, the promo bin and I got it for like $2 or something. It was really cheap. So yeah, that, that's my interesting story. <laughs> well, that's not fair. That means you fucking, you've heard these songs more than us. <laughs> <laughs> you still got it. It's probably worth some money now. I, I don't have it in Japan. I, I have it in America somewhere in a box. I bought this for a quid the other day. So, and it's not promo, just a quid, just a quid. Look, lads, thank you. It's been a gay old afternoon. Really enjoyed it. I think we've covered our asses, as uh, Lookout Bands would say, by saying allegedly a lot. Um, Yeah, if you think we're talking and shit, get in touch with the podcast, midlifepp at gmail.com. We're on Facebook and we're on Instagram, Midlife Punk Podcast. Got to say thank you to... Uh, your boy nihilism as ever when you're out of prison uh, 1st of September 1st of September not that we're counting sweary John Bates see you all later man and obviously skinhead Brian all the way all over right. there Mr Miyagi's country hiya
Allegedly. <laughs> See you later. <laughs> Tonight we're gonna fuck shit up Tonight we're gonna fuck shit up Tonight